This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Our first show of the year 2023. Let that be a clue for those of you that might consider playing the $1,000 minute at 4.30. Hint. Hint. It's great to be back. I've missed being on the air. I enjoyed having some time off to spend with family and friends, but it's great to be back on the air. Today is the day. You're probably going to be hearing about this all over radio, all over television today, but today is the day that uh, Congressman-elect George Santos becomes plain old regular Congressman George Santos. And here's the other thing that is going on. There are multiple criminal investigations into Santos. You have the Queens DA, the Nassau County DA, the State Attorney General, Apparently, Dominic Carter reported last hour he's even being investigated by Brazilian authorities. So he might be a wanted man in multiple countries. Well, I mention this because there is now a new state law which will automatically strip public officials of their job if they're convicted of federal felonies. This is closing a loophole that's existed for more than 35 years. Governor Hochul signed this bill on Friday to overcome a provision in federal law that says a conviction isn't considered official until after sentencing, which often occurs many months after a guilty plea or jury verdict. And my point is this. I think if a politician is convicted of a crime, it should not necessarily mean he's automatically thrown out of office. I think that that's a decision that should be left to the constituents of that politician. Jim Trafficking, when he ran for re-election to Congress from a jail cell, did very well. Running as an independent candidate, got about 15% of the vote. Why should a criminal conviction, pre-sentencing no less, prevent the voters from choosing the politician of their choice? I realize there's not a lot of sympathy for corrupt politicians, but I am for giving the voters more power and more choices. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. 7 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno, back with our first show of the year 2023. And one issue that we've covered a bit on this program is the issue of and the trend i should say of human composting more and more people are considering an alternative to simply burial or cremation where they would actually have their remains turned into compost and i raised this on the uh, radio about a month or two ago and my wife heard the segment she said you know that's what i want to do I want to be turned into a compost, and you could plant a tree in the backyard, should I predecease you, and uh, point out to Carmine and whatever other children we have, look, that's mom. She's now a nice tree. This is after donating all of her organs. She's very passionate about this. And I said to her at the time, well, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to do that in New York, at least not yet, because 
New York does not permit human composting. Well, that is now no longer the case. As of a couple of days ago, Governor Kathy Hochul has officially signed the bill legalizing human composting in New York State. So if you are like my wife, Rachel, and would prefer this as an alternative to burial or to uh, the other ways that people get, get their remains dealt with, you now have the option of becoming compost. I'm still a little on the fence about this. I had always said that uh, I would like to be cryogenically frozen, but I thought it was cost prohibitive. But some listeners have written to me and said you can actually arrange so that an insurance policy pays for the cost of your cryogenic freezing. So that's given me some stuff to think about. We'll see what happens. I tend to think this was the right move by Governor Hochul, though. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Reading the newspapers this weekend, it gave me yet another reason to love Joe Borelli. Now, Joe Borelli is the minority leader of the New York City Council. He happens to be my councilman, and he happens to be a big listener to this show and a good friend. He actually invited me over yesterday, but I had people over. I wasn't able to go over, so maybe I'll see him today. However, he is doing something which I think is very clever and really just brilliant. One of the things that is just so absurd about the New York City Council is they're constantly passing non-binding resolutions that are not even worth the paper they're printed on. They can't do anything. These non-binding resolutions have no impact on anything. They're not laws. They're basically a gigantic waste of time with the uh, members of the city council giving their opinion on a given issue that they have no control over. And over the years, we've seen these non-binding resolutions on good things, you know, like uh, condemning racism or this or that. We've seen it on foreign and policy. We, we see it on everything. So what Joe Borelli has done is he has announced that he is going to be submitting a bill or a resolution in the new year designating Times Square a crime-free zone. Now, this is hysterical. He sent the letter around to his colleagues asking them to sign on to his anti-crime bill. Now, obviously, if this passes, it doesn't mean Times Square is an anti-crime zone. You could still go there and commit crimes just as easily or just as difficult as you can now. He's pointing out the absurdity of this body continually passing non-binding resolutions. This is a harmless bit of trolling, which is causing a great deal of attention to be brought to something that I think is a real problem. Namely, the New York City Council continually wasting your time and your money passing these non-binding resolutions. Way to go, Joe. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to spend part of the holiday with a very close friend of mine who was recently elected to be a state Supreme Court justice on Staten Island. Now, he was endorsed by both parties, Republican and Democrat, got over 99% of the vote, was overwhelmingly elected in an island-wide election 
by Staten Islanders. And now he just got his assignment for where he will be sitting as a judge. And he will be sitting in Manhattan. Yes, that's right. Someone who lives on Staten Island and was elected by Staten Islanders is going to be administering justice in Manhattan. Now, you might think this is strange, and you'd be right, but it is not at all unusual. I see this time and again. I don't know what other states do, but in New York State, OCA, the Office of court administration has the right to take judges that are elected in one jurisdiction and just place them in another jurisdiction. And I have to tell you, this has never sat well with me. And I think it has been litigated. I would think it's unconstitutional, but I believe it has been litigated and they have upheld the right of OCA to do this because certain areas need more judges than other areas. But I think this is kind of an injustice to multiple communities. And it's not just Staten Island and Brooklyn. It could be Manhattan and the Bronx. It could be Queens and Nassau County, whatever the case may be, because it's not fair to the Staten Islanders that elected this person thinking he was going to be a judge administering justice on Staten Island. It's also not fair to Manhattanites that they have this judge foisted upon them. If there aren't enough Supreme Court justices or criminal court judges in Manhattan, they should create more seats in Manhattan. The solution is not to steal some Staten Island judges, and that goes for any community in America. I know we have a lot of state legislators that listen to this program. I hope this is one state law that you'll fix. Beam me up! To be continued.